0: Hello once again, I'm Jeremy.
1: And I'm Chris. And this is The Audio Buffet. Well, last episode we mentioned that we wanted to do a Pony Express episode. This is not that episode. (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's going to be probably the next episode we wanted to make sure that our research was complete and we were bringing you a good episode not just a you know half-baked episode Mm -hmm. good quality history episode yeah so we realized that we both recently got new phones and when you get a new phone part of the fun is setting it up and getting all your fun apps and that of course leads to the question which apps should i have on my phone and which are just a waste of time yeah i just recently switched over back to android i was
0: i originally had an android phone i've had android ever since it came out i got the uh, htc g1 that was the very first android phone i got it a couple months after it came out and last year i decided to get an iphone just to see what the hype was about Mm -hmm. and i like the iphone it's good but i had to switch back to android i love my freedoms
1: yeah and the freedom of just customizability Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I had an iPhone for a while. I had the uh, the three GS, and then I upgraded to the the six. So that was a big jump, and that was great. But just like you're talking, I kind of wanted that customization that Android really enables the user to have.
0: Right. It's it's just super customizable. Like with your screen, you get your widgets and all kinds of different apps. So let's talk about a few apps that every time I get a phone or a new phone, an Android phone in particular. There are a few apps that I download every single time. Okay, so what's the first one that jumps to mind? Waze. Ooh, this is a good one. I love this app. If you've never heard of Waze or you don't know what it is or it just sounds really weird, it's pretty much a friend-based GPS. Yeah. It allows you to be able to pretty much see where police are. You can see where construction is or if there's an object in the road. The people that actually use Waze actually kind of give you those signals about what's going on in the road in front of you. And it will also give you traffic updates and
1: ways to get around traffic. Yeah, which is really nice. Waze, which is spelled W-A-Z-E, it gives the users the ability to edit the map if there's something that's wrong because you know that you've been using the Google Maps or the IMAP. And at some point, it's going to tell you to turn right where there is no road, has never been a road, <laughs> right. and you're like, gosh, I wish I could edit this. Well, in ways you can. Mm-hmm. It actually gives you that ability to do that. Now, mm-hmm. you have to be from a computer, so you can't just go in and say, oh, no, there's, there's definitely a road there, and there isn't. <laughs> and the other thing that I like about it, too, is that
0: uh, when you're going somewhere with your friends, like Chris and I had to go somewhere, and he got there first and I said, Hey, how do I get there? He sent me the address. I clicked it, started going there and it gives him the notification and the ETA of the time that I will be arriving at that particular location.
1: Yeah. And then after that point, I could even go in and see where you are on the route to get to where I already was. Mm -hmm. So Waze is definitely good. I like it. It has a lot of different voices yeah. tell you where to go. <laughs> they have Arnold Schwarzenegger, which was one. That was, that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. That was definitely one of my favorite ones. It, it got a little annoying after a little
0: while. Yeah, a little bit. But I liked it. They yeah. had Kevin Hart at one point, too. Oh, really? Uh,
1: telling you where to go. I know they've got uh, Ed Helms right Oh, now. really? Yeah, from the new uh, National Lampoon movie. Mm-hmm. I need to check that out. That one's pretty great. He's just got a great voice, anyway. This is <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: fun. <laughs> uh, you can also customize your icon that drives down the road Mm -hmm. Uh, once you get far enough into using the Waze app after you use it for a few miles or so you get to customize your little your little icon yeah you can be a zombie right you can be a nerd
1: yep that's what what mine is (laughs) (laughs) yeah little nerdy Waze guy (laughs) no I definitely like Waze it's I've been using that one exclusively as my GPS app
0: yeah, it's, and it's great too, It's it, especially when it comes to traffic, like if I'm going down 95 mm-hmm. and I need to see in front of me like, hey, should I get on Route 1 or should I keep going down 95? I check the Waze app to see if it's okay down the road. If it's okay, I keep driving.
1: Yeah, and based on how many other Waze users are in your area, it'll actually tell you what the average speed is through a certain stretch of road. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, if there's a stretch of highway, it's going to highlight it red if they're going significantly below the posted speed limit. Mm-hmm. Well, Waze is a great app. What's another great app that you use, Chris? Well, I like some of the sounds that come preloaded on a phone. Mm-hmm. The you know the alarm sounds and the ringtones and the alerts and stuff like that, but some of them they're just not great. And mm-hmm. you know everybody's got it. Yeah. You get the T-Mobile jingle that do 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 do. Oh gosh. It's like no, I don't want my phone to make that sound yeah, ever yeah, if everybody. I can avoid it. <laughs> or you get the uh, actually I could probably get down on the uh, the old Nokia tone. Oh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I Remember the guy on Trigger Happy? He had the big giant phone and he would go do 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 do. Hello. that was great or in uh was that the third jurassic park movie where the dinosaur like eats the phone it was like a satellite phone or something (laughs) oh yeah and it had that really distinctive (laughs) ringtone right and it ended up in the dino's poop yeah Yeah, i do remember that that was ridiculous (laughs) but i like to customize what my phone sounds like and i don't always want to for a new ringtone it mm-hmm. doesn't get expensive especially if you buy it from your carrier they really really can if you're buying it from Sprint or Verizon or T-Mobile or even through the iTunes store it's going to cost you probably a buck mm-hmm. 99 cents for 30 seconds of a song or something right so there's this app and there's a lot of different apps where you can get free ringtones and make your own ringtones and stuff like that but the one that I think you actually turned me on to this mm. app is called Zedge Oh yeah. Z-E-D-G-E Now, this has ringtones and notification sounds and wallpapers, and it's basically, you know, pimp my phone kind of thing. Yeah. But going beyond that, there are other apps where you can, you know, capture a sound and then cut the section that you want out of it, which is great. And I always want to have some kind of customizability. Because if a phone rings, I want to know for sure if it's mine or somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And if it's if they all play the, the T-Mobile jingle, then <laughs> it's just confusing. Or the Verizon
0: right uh, jingle that comes on all the time you hear, and people don't change it. Yeah, and it's also great too because I like to be able to get different ringtones for different people. Or yeah. like if there's an email, I know if it's an email, and I can pick it up and know right away. Particularly right now, I'm using Jarvis, and he tells me that I got a message. From Iron Man? Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You have a text message. hmm yeah. He's fantastic. Excuse me, sir. There's an email waiting for you. Nice. It's great. Thank you, Jarvis.
1: <laughs> Too bad we can't change Siri's voice. <laughs> that would be great. Not yet, anyway. It might happen eventually. Eventually. Okay. So that's two down. We've got one to get us where we're going and one to let us know if we get a phone call along the way. How about another one? One that I like, and it's only
0: particularly on Android phones, and that's the Google Opinion Rewards app. Okay. It'll send you a notification, and it'll say, hey, there's a survey ready. So pretty much you take the survey... And once you take the survey, at the end of it, they give you free Google Play credits. So they give you like free money to use towards applications or songs or whatever you want to use it on the Google Play Store. Really? And yeah, and they'll send you a survey maybe like every two days. And Hmm. then sometimes, so I'll uh, answer the questions. And then at the end of it, they'll give me like 25 cents or 30 cents. Uh, When the app first came out, like for the first couple of weeks i i signed up for the invite and i got the invite and downloaded the app i would get like a dollar or a dollar 25 per survey wow yeah so i ended up making it up to like ten dollars and some change at one Dude. point yeah so and then you can use that google play credit to spend it on apps or whatever you want to buy
1: yeah or you know our favorite mobile game which costs 6.99 <laughs> whether you're buying it from itunes or from the google play store or yeah minecraft pocket edition oh yeah i'll let you talk about this one this is your forte yeah minecraft is definitely one of my favorite things that i have on my phone or my ipad now this is available on ios as well as android it's the minecraft pocket edition now this is a slightly different version if you've played minecraft on xbox or on the computer or whatever it's it's not quite that involved but it does have a lot of the same features. You can do a lot of the same things and do this. And what I love most about Minecraft, if you've never played it before, it's so much fun. If you played with Legos as a child, you'll probably like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Because it's based on squares and cubes and stuff.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, kind of a, that's a nice novelty yeah. about the game as well. Is that it's not so graphic intensive. But it is an immersive game and very expansive in what you can do. You're only limited right. by your imagination with this game.
1: Yeah. And then once you've made something really cool, whether you're playing in survival mode when you actually have to collect the different materials to make whatever you want to make, or you can play in creative mode where you just have unlimited everything and you just make whatever you want. It's like building with every Lego that's ever been made. hmm Or actually having to make your own Legos. <laughs> But once you've built these things, you can then walk through them and experience what it'd be like if you were the size of a little Lego guy. And Mm -hmm. that's super cool to me. And then they go and take it a step further and you can play it in survival mode and you'll actually have enemies there that are trying to kill you or blow you up. They've mm-hmm. got skeletons that shoot arrows at you and zombies that just try to nom your face. And... <laughs> Those oh, guys and... are scary. And the Slenderman, or is oh. it? No, not the Slenderman. It's Enderman. Enderman, yeah. yeah. the Endermen are scary.
0: And then, you remember like when you would want to get rid of whatever creation you made in, with your Legos and you kind of tear them apart and break them down? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that and breaking them apart, You can get TNT on this game and just (laughs) blow it up, (laughs)
1: which is always fun because then you end up with this massive crater where before you had a nice little cottage (laughs) or whatever. Just blow it right through the squares. Yep. Right down to the center of the earth, Mm -hmm. which is pretty great. There's lava and oceans and all kinds of crazy stuff in there. Yeah, it's really
0: a really beautiful game for how simple the graphics are Mm -hmm. Um, especially with the trees and the rivers and the mountains it looks really cool and the other cool thing about it too is that if you have someone else that has downloaded this game and you're in the same room with the same wi-fi network you can play together yep we've done that a few times Mm -hmm. it's been a while since we've
1: done that yeah it's been since it's like last year when we did that right last summer i don't think we've done that since we've been recording the podcast that's sad. It's like any time we get together we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> not always, but you know, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, so Minecraft is a ton of fun. But it's not all fun and games and nifty sounds and things like that. There is a time for productivity. IFTTT, which is a great app. It stands for if this
0: then that. This app pretty much allows you to be able to get notifications about all kinds of things, and it also will help you, let's say if you wanted to post a picture to Facebook and Twitter, there are some apps that will do that out there, but IFTTT will allow you to make what they call recipes, so if you wanted to post a picture to Facebook, then you can also post it to Twitter as well. And it'll do it automatically all on its own. As long as you log in with your Facebook and Twitter credentials or Instagram or whatever social media, Mm -hmm. you can post to multiple things all at the
1: same time. Yeah. Which definitely streamlines things. We haven't used that one in a while. Mm -hmm. We use another one. that's not exactly the same. Uh, It's Buffer. Mm -hmm. Uh, We use that one for the show sometimes. But IFTTT was great. Um, back when I was using it all the time Mm -hmm. because I could do like you're saying, make a recipe. Say, if I were to upvote something on Reddit, it would actually append to a document in my Google Docs. So I would have this list of articles that I upvoted or Mm. saved on Reddit, uh, which was very useful doing research for the show because I could go in and find different news stories or tech articles or whatever it might be. I could go to the Google Docs and say, oh, sweet. So here's the entire list of stuff that I looked at. That's pretty neat and I also um,
0: used IFTTT in the mornings. I would have it shoot me the current weather and the forecasted weather for the day so that I can see that once I wake up and I don't have to go searching around in my
1: app and I would have it shoot it to me at like eight o'clock in the morning. Nice. Yeah, it was it was really neat. Yeah, and these apps make it pretty easy to do stuff anyway, but if you can make it even easier, why not? Yeah, you can make it automated, which is very nice. Yep. Make it a little bit closer to living like the
0: Jetsons. Mm-hmm. There's another app that I wanted to mention also that is it's kind of close to IFTTT, but it does something a little bit differently. Uh, it's called Pushbullet. It's one of my favorite applications that I use, and I put it on my phone every time. I'm not familiar with that one. What this one does is it's pretty much for notifications. Say I'm on my phone, and I see an article that I just happen to be searching through on Google or something, and I want to save it. To make sure that i can go home and look at it on my computer i share it share the article using push bullet and it's and i can send it to my computer so once i get home and pull it up on my computer no matter what browser i'm using it'll pop up as well hmm. on there and when i'm on my computer and i have my phone sitting down beside me and i'm not using my phone any notification that pops up on my phone whether it's an email or a phone call, or a text message, or whatever kind of notification comes up, it actually pops up in a little box on my computer so that I can see what's going on on my phone, and I can reply that way, whether it's Google Hangouts or an SMS message, I can reply using my computer. Nice. And I forgot to mention, you do have to download the application on your computer as well. Well, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of and that's how it'll work. Twinned program. Right. Thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I have seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, computer. you'll see it like random little things pop up on the corner and that's my, my phone yeah, going Luke. off. Luke! Oh, well, yep. look, you got a text message that I can <laughs> right. now read on your computer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wunderlist kind of does something similar to that. Not so much like sending notifications to your computer, but um, as far as doing what you were saying earlier where if you wanted to save something or create a reminder for something later on, if you have... A project that you're working on Wonderlist is great as far as keeping track of things that need to be done not so much articles to be read you could create a, a notification for that it'd be a little bit more intensive mm-hmm. although you could probably use iftcc to create something in Wonderlist and <laughs> yeah you automate everything <laughs> but it will say we're working on a research project for the show or whatever it might be, I could create a list of, okay, we need to have this facet and this facet and this facet. And I can share that project or that task with you or Jamal or whoever else is working on the project with us. And we can add to it. We can say, yep, I already researched this. That way we're not doubling our efforts. This is a great tool if you're a student and you get stuck working in a a group project is always kind of a nightmare (laughs) yeah one person ends up carrying more of the weight than the others right but this way you can see what parts of the project have been done what parts of the project need to be done you can set deadlines for each part of the task so is it almost kind of like an
0: interactive
1: like the things we used to see in school like the think bubbles kind of like that yeah it's a bit more streamlined than think bubble was in just that it's it's more integrated with your phone, and since pretty much everybody is using a smartphone at this point, each person can get a notification for the parts of the task that they're responsible to do. That's neat. We should. I should probably download that. Do you have to have the app in order to
0: send that project to me? Yes. Okay.
1: And actually, talking about you know school projects or group projects in general, I used an app called Evernote mm-hmm. when I was in school. This thing was the best note-taking app because I always like to type my notes. I was mm-hmm. using a, an iPad 2 uh, when I was at VCU to take all of my class notes and stuff like that. It was incredibly useful. I, I would say pretty much invaluable for how I took notes mm-hmm. um, because I can type faster than I can write you know, longhand. And it would also record audio while i was typing oh fantastic kind of in the background it, i could even switch apps and it would still record audio in the background so if the professor kept talking about something and i didn't understand a concept whatever i could go google it on the ipad while it was still recording his lecture i could go back and listen to part of that i could you know timestamp stamp in the uh in the notes that i was taking where i you know kind of tuned out to go Google something. Mm-hmm. I could go back and listen to that section of the recording again to get all the information that I needed. And let's say that the professor you know wrote something on the board that was critical and he said this is probably a way better you know diagram than the one you'll find in your book. You can take it while it's recording without leaving your notes take a picture right then from within the app and it would post it into your notes. Oh, that's right at that point. That is I never used the voice function for Evernote. I didn't even realize
0: it had the voice function and it would record that way. I use the living daylights out of that app. I used the the picture taking uh, part of it where you could take Mm -hmm. a picture and then you could write over it. Yeah. and make notes on the picture manually with your, you know, like a stylus or something of that
1: sort, or your finger. Yep, I used that, and I'll, I really like that feature, but I did not know about the voice recording. Yeah, that thing was beast. I'd say if you're a student, and you listen to this podcast, and you're not already using Evernote, download it. Yeah, you've got a little bit of time before the fall semester starts. <laughs> download Wunderlist, too. I just did that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I downloaded Wunderlist, and it's a pretty app, actually. Yeah, they they streamlined it. They made it look a lot prettier than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Evernote and Wunderlist are both available on iOS and Android, mm-hmm. which actually brings up a good point. I got into a conversation this morning with a friend of ours who loves his iPhone, loves the, how simple it is. He can just do what he wants to do, and it does what it says it's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because there's a lot of people that are like, Android Nation, <laughs> no, <laughs> iOS is the only way to go. Right, there can be this maybe friendly rivalry between iOS and Android. There will always be that, like you see the pictures of the Android guy eating the apple, right, and <laughs> stuff like that. I'd say it's entirely personal mm-hmm. the decision whether you're going to go iOS or Android. Honestly, they're both good. They are. They
0: both have their strengths mm-hmm. and weaknesses. I'm more of like a 60%... No, I'll, I'll take that back. I'm more of a 70% Android guy and the 30% is iOS just because of the the syncing factor mm-hmm. and then being able to use an iPhone or an iPad with the Apple TV because I have an Apple TV as well. Oh, okay. The biggest reason why I'm more of an Android user than an iOS user is because of the ability to customize my notifications, my screen, getting widgets, uh, getting different applications that you can't get on iOS just because of the customization factor of it. Mm-hmm. I really, really love the customization
1: on Android. Yeah. And I think that's probably the biggest factor when it comes into deciding which type of phone you go for is, are you going to want to do all of that backend stuff? Or mm-hmm. do you just want a good phone that runs well and does what you want it to do Mm -hmm. are you just to give it to me and i want it to work great out of the box now one thing that i will
0: say is that when android first came out it was great the iphone had had about a year or two on android so they were able to kind of flesh things out a little bit faster than android Mm. but at this point now you can get just about any flagship android phone. And it works really, really, really well. For instance, I have the Nexus 6. And one thing that I did like about an iPhone is the fact that it ran smoothly. Like scrolling, swiping. When you put your finger down to the screen, you know, it was very responsive. Uh Android didn't used to be that way. But now with this Nexus 6, I have yet to have a
1: hiccup like that with this particular phone. Yeah, I've got the the G4 by LG and it is smooth as can be. Mhm. But maybe you just want really simple. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want straightforward. Maybe you're fine with the the ringtones that Apple provides. Hey, that's fine. Mhm. Absolutely, that's fine. I think iPhones are great as well. They really are. I really enjoyed my iPhone 6 when I had it and then I got rid of that to go to another phone that was provided by work and I was like, well, I don't really need two phones. <laughs> but then i realized i kind of like having my own personal number and not just a work number. Yep. So i got this phone and oh man, i like all the back end stuff mm-hmm. when it comes to computers in general. So i like having access to the files and stuff like that. And you can oh, yeah. you can jailbreak an iphone or whatever to make it more nerd friendly, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah. You do bring up a really good point and a
0: really big difference between android phones and iPhones. Uh, a lot of the Android phones have expandable storage as well. You can yeah. put in an SD card and get up to 128 gigabyte micro SD card and it's great. Yeah. With the iPhone, if you get 16 gigabytes, you have 16 gigabytes. You get
1: 32, you have 32. Yeah. My phone, if they made a terabyte... Micro SD card, my phone could support it. That's nuts. You would <laughs> never fill that up. <laughs> well, that's the same thing I said about my 128 megabyte hard drive in the first <laughs> computer we had as a family. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that
0: is fantastic. And another big difference between Android phones and iPhones is the fact that what you mentioned earlier that you can access your files. Yeah. On Android, so you can just like. Plug your phone up to a computer, throw songs on there, and keep it going without having
1: to go through iTunes or anything else. It just picks it up as a drive. Yeah, just treat it like an external hard drive. And right. You're good to go. Especially if you have a terabyte of storage on there. Oh, gosh. Why just, the heck not? Just back up my entire computer to my phone. <laughs> right. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about that. Yeah, you could do that. Well, you got anything else? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> Okay, so whether you're a diehard Apple fan or you start to resemble the little robot guy from the Android or Andy, his name is Andy. It's Andy. Mm-hmm. He has a name. Mm-hmm. He has a name. His name is Andy. Wow, I feel like such a poser for not knowing that, <laughs> or maybe that just makes you a geek for knowing. Uh, that. I'm just a geek. <laughs> it's sad that I knew that. It's okay, man. It's okay. This is a safe place. It's a safe place. I'm not going to judge you much. <laughs> The point is, it's all good. It really just comes down to what do you want to do with your phone and do you like it? Mm-hmm. Do you like using your device? Yeah. Well, lighthearted, happy, Yeah. hopefully useful. Hopefully it is useful for someone. And as long as you can still get your podcasts and stuff like that on your phone, then you're golden. So mm-hmm. If you haven't already done so, use your Apple iPhone or your Android whatever <laughs> To look for this podcast, subscribe if you haven't already. Maybe you're just listening to this as a one-off and you're like, hey, these guys are kind of cool. I like these. They're dorks, but whatever. (laughs) Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a good rating if uh, you liked us. If you didn't like us, don't leave a rating Um, (laughs) because we don't want to hear it. (laughs) Only positivity. And uh, tell a friend. Tell five friends. We like that. Tell 10 friends. Hey, why not? Tell all your friends. Yeah, the friends that you call friends on Facebook. Tell all of them. Tell them. Tell, tell everybody. Just annoy them. Be like, "Look, I'm going to keep badgering you until you subscribe to this podcast. It'll change your minutes. I was going to say change your life, but you know, maybe not. Hopefully, we're life changers. Maybe not this episode. <laughs> we'll just, uh, you know, give you some give you some new tools in your your phone tool belt mm-hmm. or fanny pack or fanny pack. I I'd put it in my fanny pack. Yeah, you would. Speaking
0: of fanny packs, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did did buy a a fanny pack and I got it through Amazon. And actually, I went through our website. If you go to theaudiobuffet.com, you will see a link that says amazon.com. Click that. It goes straight to Amazon as if you typed it in on the computer. It just helps us out. We have a little special link
1: for the audio buffet up there. Yep. Gives us a little advertiser fee and doesn't cost you anything extra and... Helps us keep this show and Beer Education, which is another podcast that we uh, that we put out there, all about beer. Mm-hmm. We it helps keep those running, and you know it's it's not free to do these things, but we do it because we love doing it, and and we want to tell you guys about stuff. Yeah, uh, I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. shoot, I guess we're done. Yeah. Here's well, a song, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. mm Drop it.